Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's 9.30 in 716. The stars align and the Bills get their first rounder. With the ninth pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select Ed Oliver, defensive tackle, Houston. The board fell perfectly and the Bills got their man. feel like I need to be in Buffalo right now. By all accounts, a good pick indeed. First of all, he's a competitor. He's tough. He plays from the snap to the echo of the whistle. I really thought he'd be gone before the Bills got to, to the ninth pick, but uh, he was there. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. The Buffalo Bills filled a key need along their defensive line by selecting Houston tackle Ed Oliver with the ninth pick overall in the NFL draft. Oliver listed at six foot three, two hundred ninety-two pounds, a three-time All AAC player who didn't have a great 2018 season after being dominant during his first two years at Houston. He was awarded the Outland Trophy in 2017, given to the nation's best interior lineman, and also earned the AAC Defensive Player of the Year honors. He was a three-time All-America selection and led the FBS by combining for 50 tackles for loss or no gain over the last three years. With the ninth pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select Ed Oliver, defensive tackle, Houston. You, know, you stack your board and um, you're also doing you know, odds and ends as far as trying to figure out how the board's going to fall. And, um, yeah, I mean, we we liked where we were at nine. You, you don't knew, truly know how it's going to fall. There's a lot of smoke about how many quarterbacks are going to go or not going to go. But we felt if a couple quarterbacks went, we were hoping for as many as three just to make it safe um, that we'd get a player that we felt was definitely worthy of nine, and, and that's what we think we did. First of all, he's a competitor. He's tough. He plays from the snap to the echo of the whistle. Um, he, he fits Buffalo, how we do things. You know, they used him in Houston a little different than, than we'll use him. He played a lot, uh, the zero right over the nose. For us, you know, I think Sean will slide him in as a three-tech in our defense, which is a very important piece for what we're doing. You guys know we lost Kyle. We were not able to answer that in free agency, so I think, you know, this, this fell pretty good for us. Well, as Brandon mentioned, it's a key part of our, of our defense, and so no different and where we came from and how we built that defense and the way we're building our defense. And I'll say this, no one's going to ever replace Kyle Williams, so I just want to manage expectations, number one, with that. Ed Oliver is going to come in and, number one, earn everything that he gets. That's how we do things here. You guys know that. No different in this case. Uh, He's a good player that plays hard, brings his lunch pail, and uh, he's a guy that fits the way we play on the field. We were obviously excited. You never know how it's going to fall. And sitting at nine, we felt like we're in a pretty good spot. We feel good about the pick, and and I'll give credit where credit's due to Brandon and his staff. From Houston, the beat writer for the Houston Chronicle, who covers Houston Cougars football. Happy to have Joseph Duarte on the line with us. I really thought he'd be gone before the Bills got to to the ninth pick, but uh, he was there, and it fits a need. And it's been a weird road for Ed Oliver because, you know, at the beginning of his last year, 
there was talk that he could be the potential number one. Then he had the injury issues, and then he, he sort of at, at one point fell out of even the top ten and then had such a great combine, really opened some eyes again in the pro day that he jumped back into that top five. So, you know, somewhere in the top ten was kind of the expectation. So to get him at number nine, I, I think that's a, a, a tremendous pick for the Bills to get at Oliver. He had offers from every power school in the country. Wanted to stay close to home. He wanted to play with his brother, who was an offensive lineman. Two of the three years that Ed Oliver was there, and he came in with the you know the blue chip prospect written all over him, and he he delivered his freshman year. I believe he had you know it was close to twenty tackles for loss, or even actually more than that. He never had really the big sack numbers, but his first two years he was really really consistent. And then last year, you know this is a guy that was facing double and triple teams a lot. I thought that the Houston coaching staff, which, by the way, is not there anymore, just misused him. When he's on his motor, I mean, you, you hear that high motor phrase, his intensity is sideline to sideline. There's no taking plays off. I've watched him in practice where they really have to tell him to settle down, give the rest of the team a chance to work on stuff because he just went full motor all the time, and that's what kind of player I think Buffalo can expect. This is a guy who wants to come in. He wants to prove something. He wants to live up to that. We've heard the comparisons to Aaron Donald, maybe even like a John Randall type. He's coming in, and you know he, he puts no greater expectations that, than anybody than what Ed Oliver puts on himself. Anybody uh, who really kind of follows the draft, follows the Bills, would have told you this is a guy that the Bills would love to have. This is a guy that makes sense. This is a guy that fits. And if he's there at number nine, they'll take him. But a lot of us just didn't think he would be that there at number nine. WGR Bills beat reporter Sal Capaccio reviewing the first round selection with Susan Rose and Brian Mazurowski. They had Kyle Williams. That's his position. He retired. And Kyle Williams was a really good football player in the same mold, which is penetrating three technique defensive linemen, which three technique means where you line up. That's lining up on the outside shoulder of the guard primarily, and that's what he'll be used as in Buffalo, a guy that can penetrate, help collapse the pocket, get to the quarterback from the interior of the defensive line. Are you, you like the fit with this team? Oh, yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Like I said, I think, it's, um, I think it was the perfect fit all along. We just didn't know if he'd get there. Now, all attention turns to what might they do next. Where do you think the Bills are looking for tonight? Well, they have a lot of talent on the board, Brian, uh, in day two. Wide receiver, tight end, cornerback, uh, offensive line. There's a lot of guys there. Uh, wide receiver, only two wideouts went in the entire first round. I did really, uh, I was really loving the wide receiver group available today until the very last pick when the Patriots stole Nikhil Harry. I love that kid from Arizona State. Uh, he goes to New England, of course, right? But uh, DK Metcalf, the, the, the man of legends from his combine workout in February, he's still on the board. His uh, teammate, A.J. Brown at Mississippi, still on the board. A guy like J.J. Arcega Whiteside from Stanford, still on the board. Uh, how would you like a cornerback, guys, with the name of Rock Yassin? That would be pretty cool, right? Yeah, I uh, like that. On the board. <laughs> right. uh, Byron Murphy, uh, the zone corner from Washington, still on the board. There's some, there's some really good talent. Chase Winovich of Michigan, long blonde hair, just plays like that hair's on fire the way he goes after it sometimes. He's a defensive end. He's available. It, this, uh, you mentioned this DK Metcalf. I mean, this is a guy who, if you don't know his name, you might have seen the picture. This guy is like a beast. He's a physical freak, and he might be available for the Bills. Yeah, look, he's still there on the board, and we don't know how long he's going to last, but uh, the Bills picked number 40 overall, and that would be number 8 coming up in this round. Uh, so we'll see tonight, but he's still there, and we don't know what's going to happen the first several picks. I suspect 
round two will see more than two wide receivers go like round one did, but I don't know which ones. And either way, you know, unless you're going to get a bunch of them go on the first seven picks, the Bills are going to have a wide receiver there. If they want to go that route, they might not. They might choose another route, but yeah, DK Metcalf is there uh, and he's still available. So we'll see if he gets to the Bills at number 40. What'd you think of the NFL fashion show last night? I mean, the guys strutting their stuff, you know, from the green room all the way to the main stage. You had Kyler Murray. And then, you know, Ed Oliver, who was they, they were kind of at different ends of the spectrum, don't you think? Yeah, it was kind of funny. Uh, it's the way it is every year, though, right? They uh, you get some guys who are making it about their fashion and some guys who are making it about their business. And um, it's interesting, even him, some of the interviews and some of the emotion and things like that. I loved what I loved last night was when Ed Oliver was chosen by the Bills. He loved, he loved it, and he just embraced it. He had this big smile. He was clapping on his way to the podium. He gave Commissioner Goodell a big hug. Remember years ago when Stefan Gilmore was selected, and this is no fault of Stefan Gilmore. He's just a quiet guy. He's, quite, he's reserved, but he wasn't even smiling, and Bills fans like, criticized him and said that means he doesn't want to come to Buffalo. That's not what it meant, but I think you do love seeing the smile and the personality that Ed Oliver showed when he was drafted, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's going to be uh, no criticism for how uh, Ed Oliver uh, took the <laughs> stage. I mean, he was uh, pumped. You could see it in his face to be a Buffalo Bill. Uh, all right, Sal, th- this one thing, you know, it's not really Bills related, but it, it just kind of strikes me over the last year, and I think maybe a lot of people wa- watching, you know, back when Bruce Smith played for the Bills, he was defensive end, Bruce Smith. Now, is there any such thing as a defensive end anymore? Because everybody is edge. It's like they created a new position. It's really funny you say that when I was going through some of my mock drafts. I'd say he's a defensive end. I'm like, no, I guess i got to put edge. That's what I always refer to. The difference is now that defenses are played differently. Now you have more hybrid defenses, meaning it's not a straight 4-3. It's not a straight 3-4. So a lot of these guys, they can either put their hand on the ground and be a defensive end in a 4-3, or they can stand up and be an outside linebacker in a 3-4. And when they don't have a true spot and they can fit either way, you refer to him as an edge. He's on the edge either way. He's either a defensive end. Or he's an outside linebacker, depending on the scheme. And that's why you refer to them as an edge. And now some guys are still straight. Hey, he's a 4-3 defensive end. That's He's going to put his hand on the ground. He's not going to stand up. That's what he's going to do. And some guys are 3-4 outside linebackers, and they're just going to be in that spot. And they, that's how you refer to them. But that's where you get the term from. And I think in today's football, there's so many different, you know, coaches and teams that run everybody kind of runs the hybrid type of defense and that's why you say edge because the guy can kind of play either spot shortly after the pick oliver talked with an eager buffalo sports media sal among those on the call so like i need to be in buffalo right now <laughs> why is that what is what, what is it about buffalo and and what is it about being selected ninth um, honestly yep. honestly it's just the, the people around the program when i when i went there it always felt like a like a, I don't know, it almost felt like I was at home or at the University of Houston. It felt like home. It felt like I was supposed to be there. Who did you, um, who did you meet with? I know Sean went to your pro day. Brandon was at your pro day. I met with, I met with everybody, D.C., D-line coach, head coach, owner. Uh, no, I don't think the owner was there. Uh, I met with everybody, really. All the, all the defensive coaches, for sure. What's, Ed, what stood out about Sean McDermott when you had a chance to talk to him and how much did you get in depth about kind of what your role would be on the defense? Uh, honestly, I can say he is a GOAT. Uh, just the way he runs his defense is top notch. Um, what he expects out of, his, out of his players in this game is just top notch. I know you're happy, you're thrilled you're coming to Buffalo, you know, top 10 pick, but 
Um, did you expect to go about there? Did you expect to go earlier? Was there any disappointment that you didn't go earlier? Some people had you going before that. Uh, no, nah, it, it was all good. Um, I, I went where God had me planning to go, so just waiting was the hard part. Had you planned to have any uh, horses up here when you're when you're living? Um, <laughs> I might get a horse or two, or three, or four, or five, maybe. Interestingly enough, the Bills could have ended up selecting another Josh Allen, but the other Josh Allen was selected seventh overall by Jacksonville. Our Josh Allen was selected seventh overall last year, of course, by the Bills. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.